are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. The Curiosity Rover is a robotic car-sized rover exploring Gale Crater on the planet Mars. The Curiosity Mars rover carries a radioisotope-powered mobile scientific laboratory and is part of NASA's Mars Science Laboratory, mission by the United States. Curiosity was launched from Cape Canaveral on November 26, 2011 at 10.02 Eastern Standard Time aboard the MSL spacecraft and successfully landed on Alias Paulus in Gale Crater on Mars August 6, 2012 at 5.17 UTC. The final landing place for the rover was less than 2.4 kilometers from its target after a journey of 350 billion miles. The rover's goals include investigation of the Martian climate, geology, and whether Mars could have ever supported life, including investigation of the role of water 
and planetary habitability and preparing for human exploration. According to the Mars Exploration Program, the main scientific goals of the Mars Science Laboratory mission are to help determine whether Mars could have ever supported life, as well as determining the role of water and to study the climate and geology of Mars. The mission will also help prepare for human exploration. Attempting these goals, the Curiosity rover has six main scientific objectives. One, determine the mineralogical composition of the crater surface and near surface geological materials. Two, attempt to detect chemical building blocks of life, otherwise known as biosignatures. Three, interpret the processes that have formed and modified rock and soils. Four, assess the long time scale Martian atmospheric evolution processes. Five, determine present state, distribution, and cycling of water and carbon dioxide. Six, characterize the broad spectrum of surface radiation, including galactic radiation, cosmic radiation, solar proton events, and secondary neutrons. The Curiosity rover comprised 23% of the mass of the Mars Science Laboratory spacecraft, which had the sole mission of delivering the rover safely across space from Earth to a soft landing on the surface of Mars. The remaining mass of the Mars Science Laboratory craft was discarded in the process of carrying out this task. The Curiosity rover has a mass of 900 kilograms, including 80 kilograms of scientific instruments. The rover is 2.9 meters long by 2.7 meters wide and 2.2 meters in height. 
Curiosity is powered by a radioisotope thermoelectric generator, otherwise known as an RTG. This was the same style radioisotope thermoelectric generator that successfully flew on Viking 1 and Viking 2 Mars landers in 1976. Radioisotope power systems are generators that produce electricity from the natural decay of plutonium-238, which is a non-fizzle isotope of plutonium. Heat given off by the natural decay of this isotope is converted into electricity by thermocouples, providing constant power during all seasons and through the day and night. Waste heat can be used via pipes to warm systems, freeing electrical power for the operation of the vehicle and its instruments. Curiosity's radioisotope thermoelectric generator is fueled by a 4.8 kilogram of plutonium-238 dioxide supplied by the U.S. Department of Energy. It is packed into 32 cubes, each about the size of a marshmallow. Curiosity's power generator is the latest radioisotope thermoelectric generator generation built by Boeing and Idaho National Laboratory. It is called the Multi-Mission Radioisotope Thermoelectric Generator. Based on classical radioisotope thermoelectric generator technology, it represents a more flexible and compact development step, and it's designed to produce 125 watts of electrical power from about 2,000 watts of thermal power at the start of the mission. The generator produces less power over time as its plutonium fuel decays. At its minimum lifetime of 14 years, electrical power output is down to 100 watts. The power source will generate 2.5 kilowatt hours per day, much more than the solar panels of the earlier Mars exploration rovers, which can generate about 6 kilowatt hours per day. 
the electrical output from the generator charges two rechargeable lithium-ion batteries. This enables the power subsystem to meet peak power demands of rover activities when the demand temporarily exceeds the generator's steady output level. Each battery has a capacity of about 42 amp hours. The temperature at the landing site can vary from positive 30 degrees to 120, minus 127 degrees Celsius, which is 86 degrees Fahrenheit to minus 197 degrees Fahrenheit. So for the majority of the Martian year, the thermal system will be warming the rover. The thermal system will achieve this in several ways. Passively, through the dissipation of internal components, by electrical heaters strategically placed on key components, and by using the rover heat rejection system. It uses fluid pumped through 60 meters of tubing in the rover body so that sensitive components are kept at optimal temperatures. The fluid loop actually serves the additional purposes of rejecting heat when the rover has become too warm. But it also can gather waste heat from the power source by pumping fluid through two heat exchangers mounted alongside the generator. It also has the ability to cool components if necessary. The two identical onboard rover computers called Rover Compute Element or RCE contained radiation hardened memory to tolerate the extreme radiation from space and to safeguard against power off cycles. Each computer's memories includes 256 kilobits of DRAM and a 2 gigabyte of flash memory. The rover's computers use the RAD 750 CPU, which is the processor successor to the RAD 6000 CPUs used on the Mars exploration rovers, Spirit and Opportunity. The RAD 750 CPU is capable of up to 4000 MIPS while the RAN C6000 CPU that was used on the Curiosity and Spirit rovers was only capable of 35 MIPS. This is quite an advantage. 
Of the two onboard computers, one is configured as a backup and will take over in the event of problems with the main computer. The rover has an inertial measurement unit, or an IMU, that provides three axis information on its position, which is used in rover navigation. The rover's computers are constantly self-monitoring to keep the rover operational, such as by regulating the rover's temperature. Activities, such as taking pictures, driving, and operating the instruments, are performed in a command sequence that is sent from the flight team to the rover. The rover installed its full surface operation software after the landing because its computers didn't have room for it during flight. This new software essentially replaced the flight software, which was deleted. Curiosity is equipped with significant telecommunications redundancy by several means. An X-band transmitter and receiver that can communicate directly with Earth and a UHF electrolyte software-defined radio for communicating with the Mars orbiters. Communicating with orbiters is expected to be the main path for data return to Earth since the orbiters have both more power and larger antennas than the lander, allowing for faster transmission speeds. Telecommunication includes a small deep space transponder on the descent stage and a solid state power amplifier on the rover for X-band. The rover also has two UHF radios, the signals of which the Mars Odyssey satellite is capable of relaying back to Earth. Mars is so far away that an average of 14 minutes, 6 seconds will be required for signals to travel between Earth and Mars. Curiosity can communicate with Earth directly at speeds up to 32 kilobits per second, but the bulk of the data transfer should be relayed through the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter and the Odyssey Orbiter. Data transfer speeds between Curiosity and each orbiter may reach 2 megabits per second, but each orbiter is only able to communicate with Curiosity for about 
eight minutes per day. The Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California is the central data distribution hub where selected data products are provided to remote science operation sites as needed. JPL is also the central hub for the uplink process through participants are distributed at their respective home institutions. Like rovers from the previous Mars Exploration Rover and Mars Pathfinder missions, Curiosity is equipped with six 50-centimeter in-diameter wheels in which a rocker boogie suspension is included. The suspension system also served as landing gear for the vehicle unlike its smaller predecessors. Each wheel has cleats and is independently actuated and geared, providing for climbing in soft sand and scrambling over rocks. Each front and rear wheel can be independently steered, allowing the vehicle to turn in place as well as executing arcing turns. Each wheel has a pattern that helps it maintain trajection, but also leaves pattern tracks in the sandy surface of Mars. That pattern is used by onboard cameras to judge the distance traveled. The pattern itself is Morse code for J-P-L. Clever. Based on the center of mass, the vehicle can withstand a tilt of at least 50 degrees in any direction without overturning. But automatic sensors will limit the rover from exceeding 30 degree tilts. Curiosity will be able to roll over obstacles approaching 75 centimeters in height and has a ground clearance of 60 centimeters. Based on variables including power levels, terrain difficulty, slippage, and visibility, the maximum terrain traverse speed is estimated to be 200 meters per day by automatic navigation. The rover landed about 10 kilometers from the foot of Mount Sharp and is expected to traverse a minimum of 19 kilometers during its primary two-year mission. 
It can travel up to 90 meters or 295 feet per hour. But average speed is about a third of that. This is as fast as your typical garden snail. which is about 47 meters per hour. The general sample analysis strategy begins with high resolution cameras to look for features of interest. If a particular surface of interest is found, curiosity can vaporize a small portion of it with an infrared laser and examine the resulting spectra signature to query the rock's elemental composition. If that signature is intriguing, the rover will use its long arm to swing over a microscope and x-ray spectrometer to take a closer look. If the specimen warrants further analysis, Curiosity can drill into the boulder and deliver a powdered sample to the analytical laboratory inside the rover that has a limit of 74 sample cups. So choose wisely. The mass cam Mars Hand Lens Imager and Mars Descent Imager cameras were developed by Malin Space Science Systems and they all share common design components such as onboard electronic imaging processing boxes 1600 by 1200 CCDs and an RGB layer pattern filter. The Mars Curiosity rover has an amazing 17 cameras on board. They have eight HASCAMs, four NAVCAMs, two mass cams, one Mali and one Marty cam, and one chem cam. The mass camera, otherwise known as the mass cam system, provides multiple spectra and true color imaging with two cameras. The cameras can take true color images at 1600 by 1200 pixels and up to 10 frames per second hardware compressed video at 720p. MassCam 34 camera is the medium angle camera or MAC which has a 34 millimeter focal length and a 15 degree field of view and can yield 
22 centimeters per pixel scale at one kilometer. The other camera, MassCam 100, is the narrow angle camera, or NAC, which has a 100 millimeter focal length, a 5.1 degree field of view, and can yield 7.4 centimeters per pixel at a scale of one kilometer. Malin also developed a pair of mass cams with zoom lenses, but unfortunately these were not included in the final design because of the time required to test the new hardware and looming November 2011 launch date. Each camera has 8 gigabits of flash memory, which is capable of storing over 5,500 raw images and can apply real-time lossless data compression. The cameras have an autofocus capability that allow them to focus on objects from 2.1 meters to infinity and beyond. In addition to the fixed Bayer pattern filter, each camera has an 8 position filter wheel. While the Bayer filter reduces visible light throughput, all three colors are mostly transparent at wavelengths longer than 700 nanometers and have minimal effect on such infrared observations. ChemCam is a suite of remote sensing instruments, including the first laser-induced breakdown spectroscopy system to be used for planetary science and a remote microimager. The laser-induced breakdown spectroscopy instrument can target a rock or soil sample from up to seven meters away. With a laser, it vaporizes a small amount of that rock or soil with about 50 to 75 five nanosecond pulses from a 1067 nanometer infrared laser and then collecting a spectrum of the light emitted by the vaporized rock. Detection of the ball of luminous plasma will be done in the visible near UV and near infrared ranges between 240 nanometers and 800 nanometers. Using the same collection optics, the remote microimager provides context, context images 
of the analysis spots. The remote microimager resolves one millimeter objects at a 10 meter distance and has a field of view covering 20 centimeters at that distance. The ChemCam instrument was developed by the Los Alamos National Laboratory and the French Cesar Laboratory. The flight model of the mass unit was delivered from the French Senes to the Los Alamos National Laboratory. Navcams. The rover has two pairs of black and white navigation cameras mounted on the mast to support ground navigations. The cameras have a 45 degree angle of view and use visible light to capture stereoscopic 3D imagery. These cameras like those on the Mars Pathfinder visions, support the use of the ICER image compression format. The first images from Mars Curiosity was from a NAVCAM. The Rover Environmental Monitoring Station comprises instruments to measure the Mars environment, humidity, pressure, temperatures, wind speed, and ultraviolet radiation. It is a meteorological package that includes an ultraviolet sensor provided by the Spanish Ministry of Education and Science. The investigation team at the Science Center includes the Finnish Meteorological Institute as a partner. The Rover Environmental Monitoring Station is mounted on the camera mast and can measure atmospheric pressure, relative humidity, wind currents and direction, air and ground temperatures, and ultraviolet radiation levels. This is quite a weather station. All sensors are located around three elements. Two booms attached to the rover remote sensing mast, the ultraviolet sensor, assembly located on the rover top deck, and the instrument control unit inside the rover body. The remote sensing mast will provide new clues about signature of the Martian general circulation, microscale weather systems, local hydrological cycle, destructive potential of ultraviolet radiation, and subsurface habitability based on ground-atmosphere interactions. The rover has four pairs of black and white navigation cameras 
called HASCAMs. Two pair in front and two pair in back. They are used for autonomous hazard avoidance during rover drives and for safe positioning of the robotic arm on rocks and soils. The cameras use visible light to capture stereoscopic 3D imagery. The cameras have a 120 degree field of view and map terrain at up to 3 meters in front of the rover. This imagery safeguards against the rover crashing into unexpected obstacles and works in tandem with software that allows the rover to make its own safety choices. The Mars Hand Lens Imager, also known as MOLLE, is a camera on the rover's robotic arm and acquires microscopic images of rock and soil. MOLLE can take true color images at 1600 by 1200 pixels with a resolution as high as 14.5 micrometers per pixel. Molly has 18.3 millimeters to 21.3 millimeter focal length and a 33.8 to 38.5 degree field of view. Molly has both white and ultraviolet LED illuminations for imaging in darkness or fluorescent imaging. Molly also has mechanical focusing in a range from infinite to millimeter distances. This system can make some images with focus stacking processes. Molly can store either the raw images or do real-time lossless predictive or JPEG compressions. The Alpha Particle X-ray spectrometer or APAX. This device will irradiate samples with alpha particles and map the spectra of X-rays that are re-emitted for determining the elemental composition of samples. Curiosity's APAX was developed by the Canadian Space Agency. That is the same space agency that built Canada Arm and RadarSat. Chemistry and Mineralogy, Chi Min. The Chemistry and Mineralogy module is known as Chi Min in the X-ray powder diffraction and fluorescence instrument. Chamin is one of four spectrometers that will identify and quantify the abundance of minerals on Mars.
It was developed at NASA Ames Research Center with the help of Jet Propulsion Laboratory. The rover will drill samples into rocks and the resulting fine powder will be poured into an instrument via a sample inlet tube on the top of the vehicle. The powder is introduced into an inlet. Piezo-driven actuators at the base of the funnel shake and sift soil samples into the spectrometers for analysis. The inlet design of Shaman was validated using laser vibrometers. A beam of x-rays is then detected at the powder while additional piezo actuators vibrate it and the crystal structure of the minerals deflects the x-rays at the characteristic angles allowing scientists to identify the minerals being analyzed. The instrument contains 32 sample cells which may be rotated into position under the inlet funnel plus a bypass funnel. Five of these cells are filled with calibration standards while 27 are available for samples. The cells may be rotated into inverted positions and vibrated to empty them for reuse. The Sample Analysis at Mars, or SAM instrument, will analyze organic and gases from both atmospheric and solid samples. The Space Physics Research Laboratory at the University of Michigan built the main power supply, command and data handling unit, valve, heater control, filament bias controller, and high voltage module. The Radiation Assessment Detector, or RAD, was the first of 10 Mars Science Laboratory instruments to be turned on. Its first role was to characterize the broad spectrum of radiation environment found inside the spacecraft during the cruise phase. These measurements have never been done before from the inside of a spacecraft and their main purpose is to determine the viability and shielding needs for potential human explorers on a flight to Mars. Its second role is to characterize the radiation environment on the surface of Mars, which is it started it doing immediately after the Mars Science Laboratory landed in August 2012. The Mars Descent Imager
During the descent to the Martian surface, the Mars Descent Imager took color images with 1.3 millisecond exposure time starting at about 3.7 kilometers to near 5 meters from the ground at a rate of 5 frames per second for about 2 minutes. MARTI imaging will allow the mapping of surrounding terrain and the location of landing. JunoCam, built for the Juno spacecraft, is based on MARTI technology. The Mars rover Curiosity carried an advanced payload of scientific equipment to the surface of Mars. This is the fourth NASA unmanned surface rover sent to Mars since 1996. Previous successful Mars rover include Spirit and Opportunity and the Sojourner rover from the Mars Pathfinder mission, the Soviet sent Prop-M rovers and the Prop-F Phobos hopper, and the British sent the Pluto subsurface mole. Curiosity is 2.9 meters long by 2.7 meters wide and 2.2 meters in height, larger than Mars exploration rovers, which are 1.5 meters long and have a mass of 174 kilograms, including 6.8 kilograms of scientific instruments. The Curiosity rover landed in Yellowknife Quad 51 of Aeolus Paulus in Gale Crater. Gale Crater an estimated two-year, two-billion-year-old impact crater is hypothesized to have first been gradually filled in by water deposited and then by wind deposited sediments, possibly until it was completely covered. Wind erosion then scoured out the sediments, leaving an isolated 5.5 kilometer high mountain, Aeolus Mons, otherwise known as Mount Sharp, at the center of the 154 kilometer wide crater. Thus, it is believed that the rover may have the opportunity to study two billion years of Martian history in the sediments exposed in the mountain. Additionally, its landing site should be on or near an alluvial fan, which is hypothesized to be the result of a flow of groundwater, either before the deposition of the eroded sediments or else in relative recent geologic history.
your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.